Hey, this is Dr. Greg, and on today's episode of The Daily Dose with Dr. Greg, I have uh, the man, the myth, the legend that keeps me caffeinated. Um, so for those of you that are following me on social media, about three or four months ago, I, I put a plea out to the world. Uh, I am a self-affirmed coffee snob, and as we started doing research on toxicity and mycotoxin illness, it became known to us that most coffee is a toxic overwhelm. So we actually asked the world, what coffee should we drink? And the overwhelming response was um, the crew at Life Boost. I've actually got my uh, my magic brew of Life Boost here. And we're also going to talk, so on today's episode, so I have Dr. Uh, Dr. Charles. He is the, the founder, uh, the, the, the brains behind it. So in today's episode, we're going to dive in. We're going to talk about why uh, not all coffee is created alike and why it not only is a thing that gets you going in the morning, but there are some substantial health benefits from some from consuming the right stuff. So, Dr. Charles, thanks for spending some time with us today, and I'm excited to pick your brain. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Greg. Yeah, so cool. So, again, um, the first thing that I want to say to you is, is thank you, but no thank you. You have completely tweaked my coffee consumption forever. So I used to, I used to not mind, uh, when I was traveling to have like, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to get in trouble by companies, but I used to not mind, you know, stopping at a, at a coffee shop and having, having a coffee. And now, um, not only from the paper cups, but, but just the taste, the, how, what it does to my body. Um, it is a completely different experience so much so that one of my employees, like once a week, she would like love on me and bring me a local Americano. And now I, 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 the other, about two weeks ago, I had to say to her, like, don't do that anymore. Like, (laughs) and I didn't mean that in a bad way. I was just like, I honestly don't like that stuff. The other thing that I want to say, dude, is I used to be very much a light coffee guy because I loved the ability to taste the notes and taste the fruits and and I I didn't like dark coffee because the acidity it felt like I was drinking battery acid, and and I think I just told one of my team members to ask you guys if I could buy like a five pound bag of of the dark coffee because the the flavor is amazing the acidity is low so but we'll jump into me being a coffee snob here dude but let's go back to kind of the beginning of this and how you took your passion as in healthcare and said okay um, there's this there's this huge percentage of people that are drinking coffee. If they're not drinking the right stuff, it's probably poisoning them. And and give us a give us a tour as to where we are today from where it started. Yeah, absolutely. So so I'm a chiropractor by trade, just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, practiced uh, you know for a while. Graduated from Palmer in Davenport, Iowa. Uh, and um, you know, very holistic minded. I love the holistic framework on how you know to think of the body you know, as a whole and how everything connects with everything else. And, you know, nutrition was one of my favorite things. And I just put thousands of hours into studying all types of nutrition. And I honestly didn't start drinking coffee till I was 30. Um, (laughs) And of course I started with the foofy drinks over at Starbucks and, you know, all the calorific stuff that's added to it. You you know, that's typically how most people start coffee is all the sugar. (laughs) Totally. Um, And, uh, you know, slowly I was gaining weight and just, it was wrecking my digestive system, but you know, that caffeine rush, you, you're willing to go above and beyond to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened is during, you know, I practiced chiropractic, I retired, I started to get into the online marketing. I had, 
I, I was big into to weight loss online. I had a, a very popular ebook online on weight loss. And then from there, we took that concept and iterated it into a supplement company. So what happened was a small farm uh, in Nicaragua was taking my supplements and they absolutely adored them and loved them. And they contacted me and were like, hey, we want to put your supplements in our coffee. And I'm like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> like, These are liver herbs and right. it tastes gross. You do not want that. You will not sell any. Yeah. But, you know, I'm starting to understand more of the nuances and the health benefits of coffee from my research. Would you please send me some of your coffee? So they did. And it was the best coffee I had ever had. And I was like, you know, we just start talking. And, you know, at that time I was um just listening to you know how they made the coffee and things and then i started doing my own research and realized that there isn't really there wasn't at that time really a healthy coffee brand um where they really paid attention to you know the nuances of uh, of coffee you know coffee is the third most drink beverage in the world uh what's, what's number, so water what's number two tea tea okay interesting tea. yeah and uh third is coffee um, and so and isn't I just, it like 60 some percent statistically of Americans drink coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's number one source of antioxidants. I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's the number one source of antioxidants for, uh, for Americans is coffee. Um, and, and it is loaded with antioxidants. I will give it, give it that. Um, but it could also mean that people aren't eating enough fruits and vegetables. True know. story. Look at it either way. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so you know, dur during the research, um, there was a gap for healthy coffee. And, you know, being a cash crop, the third most, most drink beverage in the world, like you have to think about the process of how they're able to do that. Right. What do you think they do? Yeah, right. I, yeah. No different than the, the cows that they feed corn to because the fatter they, the faster they can make a fat cow, yeah. the faster they have a hamburger. So in order to create that much coffee, you know, that's where deforestation comes into play. That's where they heavily spray it with chemicals and pesticides and things like that. And, you know, as you know, um, toxins bioaccumulate in your body. And it's not so much one bad cup or one cup of just normal coffee that's going to mess you up. It's that accumulation over time. Right. Your body hits a threshold. You have all these toxins. And all of a sudden you start to have these weird symptoms of health. And you're like, I don't know where this came from. You know, and then all of a sudden people can't drink coffee anymore. Um, and that's that's kind of, you know, I was just walking through all this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm drinking this. I'm 30. It's starting to mess up my digestion. So yeah. switch to a healthier brand and understand the nuances of that. And it cleared all that up. But for me, like if I'm doing it every single day, you know, multiple cups, I, do, I want the cleanest source possible. No doubt. So, that's you so, how it so the businessman and you said, man, there's 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 a market here. And then the 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 like the philanthropist dude and you said man there's this there's these people in Nicaragua that are um they've got something going on that um I, I could help them out right so so what so did you kind of did you poke a little bit with them or were you like hey like how's business or how did you um say I think I, I would love to come alongside and be a blessing to you guys walk me through that a little bit yeah so one of the 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 owners of the the, that, the small farm, actually, um, I think it was like his nephew or something. Anyway, his niece was going to IU, and so he was actually in Indiana. So we met up for coffee. Um, 
And uh, we were just going over things and talking. And then I just mentioned it. And he was like, you know what? I think we could do something there. And so that's literally how it started. When you guys started, how many uh, is, is the, is the, so I come from a, from a farming ranching Midwest Mm -hmm. world where we talk in acres. So in the coffee world, is it, we have so many acres or so many trees? What is the, the metric that's used? Oh man. Um, Acres and hectares you hear a lot about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this was, I, I don't even know how big this one was. I know it was a small farm. The original farm um, that we were using was, uh, is, it was a Nicaragua, a small area in Nicaragua. Now we were using multiple places in Nicaragua because one small farm can't hold the volume. But That's so cool. The whole idea, yeah, the whole idea was to be able to find a country that has an amazing coffee that nobody knows about it gets overshadowed right by bigger countries down there you've got colombia you've got you know guatemala you've got a lot of these other countries down there brazil obviously is the biggest the world's largest coffee producer um that overshadow these smaller nations but their coffee is so good and it's since it's such a third world country you know it's it's like we were trying to figure out how we could also give back and stimulate their economy as well. Absolutely. So, so the coffee's obviously grown down in Nicaragua and then it's obviously, is it, is it all the way to put in your bags in Nicaragua or what's the life cycle? How does it get to my coffee maker in Minnesota? No, that's a great question. It started that way. They were doing everything down there and we're like, okay, we need to, you know, fix the supply chain because one, we want it fresh, you know, more fresh for our customers who want to be able to, to scale. And that way, you know, sending it on a boat over here is way harder when it's that way versus um, sending just pounds of, of green coffee beans. So now, you know, they provide us the green coffee beans. They do their testing and stuff down there. They send it to us. We send it to, I have um, right now four roasters across the U S that we use. Okay. So we'll send it to our roasters. Um, and then from there, you know, we'll roast and then we'll end up testing as well. We third party test all of our, our coffee just to make sure that it is the cleanest, purest possible. Yeah, so I don't we'll want to skip party. over that, Dr. Charles. You, you've actually yeah. dropped the word testing twice on me now. So you said that it gets tested in Nicaragua. So what types of things are they testing for there? Yeah, mycotoxins, molds, you know, there's like, um, like, around the world there's like you're only allowed like so much mycotox like a limit of mycotoxins yep. in order to pass and i know europe has got the most strict and what happens is if, if it can't pass europe a lot of times they'll send it to the u.s they're like hey just send it to the u.s they'll take anything so it has to pass a certain component there and then it lands in the states and one of the things that i use your guys's coffee because i know that you third-party test and then you you test for things that no one even tests for. So is that where your your really elaborate testing happens then here in the states? Yeah, yeah. So we'll okay. send it off to a lab and they'll test for 450 plus different toxins. Like I get this whole spreadsheet of words I can't even pronounce. I'm like, wow, I can't believe there's that many things that end up getting sprayed on plants. <laughs> right. and, and I guess oh have you guys actually like are you batting a thousand or have you ever had batches that for whatever reason? didn't meet standards for you guys? We've had a few. Yeah. And like we, we question them and we, we try to like backtrace and figure out like what the issue was. Um, and it, it's always handled. So, yeah. um, like the other thing we also do is we test for glyphosate. Yeah. So, which is funny because you don't really hear about that in coffee, but it's like one of the most 
popular pesticides, right? So is it so? I mean, I I grew up in ranching country of right. North Dakota, so like Roundup Ready corn, soybeans. Yeah. I mean, and my my mom's sister has a five thousand uh, acre wheat farm in northern North Dakota, and three wow. days before they harvest the wheat crop, they spray the entire field with Roundup for two wow. reasons. Number one, it dries yeah. out the wheat plant. Number two, it kills all the green weeds that are in the field because if you run those green weeds through the combine it's really hard on the equipment but what people need to understand is that's a ripe piece of fruit that wheat is ripe and you just sprayed glyphosate on it um so i actually do test most of my patients for glyphosate there is a that that allows us to check internal levels of glyphosate and i had a patient um just i think the day before yesterday that was 10 times the allowed amount. So uh, what I want to ask you is, so I, like, for example, um, I feel that a lot of people that are quote unquote gluten sensitive are really actually glyphosate sensitive. And that's why they they can have, they can have wheat in Europe and they're just fine. But if they have wheat raised in the United States, they seem to have this weird reaction, but you just dropped the glyphosate word on me in regards to coffee. So, so, in your opinion, and obviously we have really no way to prove this, uh, we definitely know that the mycotoxin load inside of coffee could could unequivocally give someone a quote unquote an allergic or a sensitive reaction. Yeah. Um, but would you guess? I mean, here we are postulated on a podcast. Do you think that there could be even like, do you know of the glyphosate levels of some of those other people's coffees? And if people would know their levels, would they be like? I would never drink that stuff. Like, do you, have you guys, have you guys taken your competitor's bean into the lab and, and check their levels? That's phase two. Yeah. We're, we're getting ready to do more of that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super curious because like, it's one of those things where if a coffee, cause we're certified organic, okay. um, for, for our, our, our main roast and, um, like it's, you're supposed to be glyphosate free if you're certified organic, but I like to trust, but verify as well. Totally. Because I know that they're like, it seems like they're allowing, like there's certain pesticides that are allowed to be organic or for, for <laughs> organic. So I, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a gray area, right? So that, that's, yeah, it is. And I think that's, you know, there's reasons for that. I'm and sure. You know, I think, I think <laughs> for me, the reason part, well, respectfully, the number one reason why I recommend your coffee to our patients is just the, the taste, the flavor, the profile. Um, but the other part is that, you know, if I, I have patient, patients that are buying organic vegetables, buying free range grass fed beef, I think a big part of it, like, so we, we shot this TikTok video about coffee being moldy and like people were like, I've never heard of that. So there's that huge component wow. of like you, this is a big deal. Um, one of the things though, and I mean, and talk to me about this acidity component because I can like pound your dark coffee and it does not tear me up. So why, what happens? What is different with your bean or your process? Like what's going down with the acidity? Yeah. So we've created a, uh, one of our, um, what we call our trust pure process. It's, it's our trademarked process that basically is our checklist to, you know, from farm to cup, you know, these are the things that are required um, in order to be a life boost bean um, that we would actually sell to our customers. Uh, And one of the things is we pH test um, and it's the region it's grown in is very important for 
um, low acid, uh, and you know, some regions are just better. I don't know why. Um, so like the it, soil makeup in Nicaragua yeah. for whatever reason produces a different bean. Yeah. Um, and then there's something with elevation, which is ironic because typically a lower elevation coffee is supposedly more or less acidic, but ours, we grow at like 5,700 feet above sea level. And is, so that was one of those weird things where like, that's kind of strange, you know, <laughs> yeah, pH is pH. But, you can't make it up, right? You're doing the yeah. testing. So, 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 the, so respectfully, you guys kind of stumbled upon like serendipitously yeah. this region with the, with the air and, and even like, you'd have to assume are coffee plants irrigated? Like, do they have irrigation systems typically, or do they rely upon mother nature raining on them or what is that? How does that work? I would say that probably big coffee, big coffee, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, their farms, since they're like more sun dried, they have, you know, this big open areas. I'm most likely they'd be irrigated. Uh, ours, I'm almost positive it is not because they're pretty high up in the mountains and I don't know if they could actually do that. Cause like these, these farmers are taking like, like motorbikes and carrying coffee down the mountain or they're doing it, you know, with mules or, you know, just carrying it down the mountain. You know, I think like, some of these reasons, I'm like, I don't know. You guys have to be an amazing Let's talk about coffee for a moment. Did you know it's the number one source of antioxidants in the U S it's also the third most drank beverage around the world. Unfortunately, there's a dark side to coffee. In order to produce a cash crop like coffee, it's heavily sprayed with pesticides. It's also acidic, causing stomach issues, and many have to stop drinking coffee as they get older. That's why I started drinking Life Boost Coffee. I wanted something that had all the health benefits with none of the mold and chemicals found in regular coffee. Plus, it doesn't hurt my stomach. They also third-party test for over 450 toxins, including mycotoxins, molds, heavy metals, pesticides, and even glyphosate, just to make sure it's the cleanest, healthiest cup they can provide to their customers. Since you're listening to my podcast right now, you can get 50% off your first order by going to lifeboostdeal.com. They serve a variety of organic coffees, as well as healthy, low-acid flavored and decaf options. This isn't just an ad. I'm a Life Boost customer as well. Life Boost Coffee, low acid, healthy, and tastes amazing. Go to lifeboostdeal.com to get 50% off now. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's on the podcast. So it's, so it's, uh, it's documented, but I want to go on a trip. I, I am so intrigued by these things. So at some, I would love to, to jump on a motorbike okay. and a, and a, and a, and a prop plane and see this because the thing that really touches me, I mean, I grew up in ranching country. And, mm-hmm. and I just want to just like give you a shout out. Like the reality is with what we're doing with our, with what, with, you know, mostly people in the States, I know you guys have clients around the world, but the, the infrastructure, the jobs, the lives that you're creating, I mean, I, I bet, I mean, and maybe they do when you show up, um, they're like, that's the guy, right? That's the guy that allows <laughs> us to do what we do. And there's got to be a part of you, Dr. Charles, that's like, dang, like this feels really good. Um, have you had a chance to, have you had a chance to like be there and be around those farmers and then, and they, and they realize who you are? No, because in Nicaragua, they, you know, I've been invited on a couple of trips, but it's also a war torn country and it's pretty dangerous. And then COVID hit. So I, every time I wanted to go, I had to back out. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that makes perfect sense. 
but I will say this, I, I do have photographers down there who do like go down there and like that are local that will take pictures for us. And one of the things we are doing um, is we partner with Project Alianza, which they build schools in our, the regions where we grow our coffee. Uh, so we're, we're helping them build schools. We're on our second school now. And yeah. so I didn't even know this until I was talking with them, but like these areas, like they are so poor that they don't even have a school for the children. So the children end up just working on the farm with the parents and they don't get to be educated. So then we build a school down there. They can be educated, but that, that, that school also ends up being a community center for everyone else. So it's just something that everybody can enjoy. So that's something that we're really proud that we were partnered with and we're excited. And we just keep trying to build more and more schools down there. So that was so cool, dude. Again, like the thing I love is when there's, you know, mission behind just, you know, in this case, a coffee bean. So I would love, uh, I would love, and maybe uh, in our show notes, we'll, we'll put a link to, uh, you said Project Alianza? Alianza, A-L-I-A-N-Z-A. We'll put a link to in our show notes because, um, man, to see generations change is is pretty clutch inside of this, my friend. So if somebody um, is, is, is listening to this right now and they're like, yeah, I like coffee, I mean, Let's let's talk about and again, this is not to bash the competitors or who else is out there, but but give me the biggest differences between going to your grocery store and buying a bag of random coffee bean and what you guys offer at Life Boost. Give give people some like some real differences as to why it's worth the difference. So this is what I've always told my patients when I was practicing. Um, you're either going to pay now for your health or you're going to pay later. So do things now to protect your health and prevent issues from happening. Then later on when you're dealing with the symptoms and have to figure out, have to reverse, go backwards. Right. Yeah. Changing. I even, I even told my patients pay the farmer or pay the doctor. And this is like a legit statement, right? We we get to pay the farmers. So, so then there's gotta be unequivocal health benefits to healthy coffee. So do, do a bit of a dive for me. As to, and there's, I know there's even some research on your website that talks about this. So what are some of the, 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 the pieces of, of research that prove that this is no longer a, that the drink that your parents drank growing up from the tin can, but it's now actually like a, it's actually a part of your health program. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So, oh man, coffee's got like over a thousand different compounds that are, that are beneficial for your health. And some of these compounds, they don't even know. So for instance, like going to the bathroom, they still don't understand why coffee makes you go to the bathroom. <laughs> I did see a coffee cup one time that says coffee makes me poop. And I was like, yep, oh, there's truth exactly. to that. Yeah, but, but yep, what we're saying is sure. they, don't, they don't really understand the bio. They, they, they have their, their theories and stuff, but nobody like 100% understands because there's so many. It's Coffee is such a complex thing. Right. It's, it's so interesting. Right, right. Um, But I mean, from there, you've got the health benefits of, you know, I know you asked specifically ours, I'll touch that here in a second, but I mean, coffee, if you, they're they're Johns Hopkins Medicine on their webpage, they did a great article on coffee talking about all the benefits and, you know, anything from like a certain amount of cups have been shown to have been linked with, you know, helping prevent different types of cancers. Um, It's been shown to, uh, uh, one of the most studied things is actually metabolism and weight loss, which is why you see a lot of bodybuilders just loading up on caffeine. Yep. 
I'm not saying that's a good thing because they're taking like a lot of these guys, not only are they drink coffee, but they're taking straight caffeine and hydrous and just like, uh-huh. Oh man. <laughs> but so there's a lot of metabolism benefits to coffee, anti-aging effects, tons of anti-aging effects. And, um, longer lifespans have been attributed to coffee. You know, uh, I want to speak to that for a second because um, I, and, and I love you, dad. Uh, so my, my parents grew up drinking coffee. And what I can tell you, I have a huge like emotional anchor to coffee. Like you, I made it through chiropractic school. I didn't have my first cup of coffee until my late 20s because I was kissed with the nastiest coffee kisses as a child growing up that I was like, oh, hell no. Like you're not doing that. So as I jumped into business and we got busy and, and I, was intru- I was introduced to coffee, what I realized when I have this in my hand, this tells me two things. By the way, I like it hot because hot makes me sip slowly oh, yeah. and relax. So, when I, so my anchor to growing up is it's like the only time I ever saw my dad like sit down and chill was to sip a cup of coffee. So even like you talk about anti-aging, I'm like, that's... That's interesting because, you know, and I'm not saying that's, that's the reason because you, because you slow down, but man, sometimes we have like these anchors to our upbringing and, and it just ties us into that. So, but I love the anti-aging part because that's, there's, you know, with the antioxidants, it's pretty, pretty, pretty profound. What else did you guys find? Um, so yeah, so the anti-aging, uh, memory boost, like huge for focus and memory. And now you're starting to see people do plays off of that where they'll, add mushrooms or things like that that even enhance it so coffee acts as a carrier to a lot of other healthy ingredients and that's something we could touch on here in a moment too i'll yeah. tell you my coffee concoction that I drink. let's go i like it my what i call it my life boost latte or my superfood latte okay. um that i make dude just go uh, there you're talking about it right now what, okay, what, what okay. What's, what's in your blend so every morning so i'm opposite of you i do cold brew and oh. that is my one problem is i drink it way too fast it's just so good. And I just catch myself not paying attention where I'm like reading something. And all of a sudden, like I just drank like half of it in like a minute. I'm oh. like, Oh my gosh, I got to slow down. Cause then I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I got so much energy. What can I do next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but what I'll do is I'll, you know, I'll cold brew the coffee. I'll throw it in a blender. I'll add um, C8 MCT oil, which is the, the one thing with MCT oil is it's a medium chain triglyceride. Uh, it's instant energy. Your, right. your liver takes it and it's, since it's a medium chain and not a long chain fatty acid, it breaks it down really fast. Yep. So you get, you can get an immediate energy rush from that or energy boost. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. Um, MCT, uh, we use C8 because a lot of people can't handle MCTs in general, gives them in disaster pants, I guess you could say. <laughs> disaster pants. <laughs> uh, so, so, cause they don't have the enzymes to process that type of a fat yet. Yeah. Um, or heavy, a uh, heavier amount of fat. Yep. So you know, like C8 completely bypasses that. So if you do straight C8, You're good. no problem. Yep. So C8, um, I'll do a multi-collagen. So I just know all the benefits of collagen, yep. you know, um, you know, for skin, hair, nails, yep. uh, you know, just, pro- it's, it's just really good. A lot of gut health, tons of things in there. So I have those two things. Um, and then I'll add, we're coming out with these, drops called Everlow coffee drops and they're electrolyte they're a specifically designed electrolyte drop that you put in your coffee um but it remineralizes it ah. uh, it's one thing with coffee is like it is a diuretic and a, along with water that comes out of your body comes your minerals right yes. yep 
So we remin- I've learned that if I remineral- remineralize it, um, you know, I-, I get the added benefits of that. Do you guys uh, flavor those mineral drops or are they, oh, so uh, we're just, so, so far it's tasting like coffee. It's, as soon as we're about done, like it's been a labor of love a long time yeah. <laughs> to get this done. But as soon as I get some, I'll send you some. And uh, it's, it's funny because when you put those in there, instantly, you know, the difference, like if you just drink your coffee, yep. you put in, like, it's only like between five and eight drops, just okay. little drops. Yep completely changes it cuts any bitterness out of the coffee that's interesting it'll help with acidity takes it remineralizes um you know all the added benefits of the trace minerals yep. and it literally takes any edge off of a couple so of for those listening so i'm i'm a hot brew guy we have a, we have a keurig in our clinic where mm-hmm. we use your guys's pods but then i also will do a french press or uh, uh, I love french press. yeah so what is your cold brew process what does that look like when you make do you make a big vat of it or how do you yeah, yeah okay yeah so I get I got one of those um, OXO cold brew makers. It's just just a little big cylinder with a little beaker under it, and yep. so you, I just throw my grounds in. Um, I, I use uh, a coarse grind, just like you would a French press. Yep. Throw your grinds in there, put the water in, let it sit for 24 hours. Um, and what it does is that that in itself helps your coffee to be. I think it's it was like less acidic. Yeah, it was something like 70 percent less acidic. So um, so. We'll, we'll put in the show notes, we'll put a link to that cold brew machine. Now you're going to make me make some cold brew coffee because I'm super curious about it. And then like how many days worth of coffee does that one batch make for you, Dr. Charles? So for me, that'll make about five, five, almost a week supply. Okay. And you just then five, throw it in the fridge and it keeps? Yeah. Just stick it in the fridge. So it like, I, uh, you know, I'll drain it and yep. throw the grounds away. Um, or compost them, right. throw them in the garden or whatever. And then um, I'll put the beaker because you get like a cold brew concentrate. Yeah. So then you add water to it. So I'll do, I like mine stronger. So it's like two parts coffee to one part water. Okay. And then I'll also use alkaline water as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Man. We do so purified toxin free alkaline water. Yeah. And everyone, water really is one of those clutch things to make a good cup of coffee. I, I, uh, we're getting into the water world. We have a, a, a water structuring system and uh, there's some interesting conversations. So a good friend of mine, Ben Greenfield, uh, his dad is actually like this wizard when it comes to water. So we actually use his structuring uh, machines and, and so much so that I'm actually putting one of his water. This is completely bunny trail, but I actually am putting a water structuring unit on my home, uh, lawn irrigation system because the majority of his research is in agriculture. So you can structure, so I'm cool. actually structuring the water for my sprinkler system. That is insane. Yeah. I'll send you the link. He's, he's a really yeah. good dude. He's as, he's as like backwoods granola as they come, uh, but he's a smart cat. So, so I'm excited. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes for that cold brew system for the people that enjoy that. When we lived in Hawaii, I, you know, I definitely drank a lot of cold brew because who wants to drink a hot cup of coffee when, I it's, know, right? when it's 85 <laughs> degrees out. Um, and two, there's times like when I'm really trying to become fat adapted, that C8 MCT oil, uh, I have been known to use like um, sweet leaf stevia drops to yeah, flavor. So I'll take like a cup of hot coffee. Um, I will add uh, the MCT oil, sometimes some grass fed butter and then some of the stevia mm-hmm. drops and then throw it into a blender. And it is it is a, a an amazing meal, you know, instant energy, super clean. So for those that are trying to, you know, maybe be a little bit cleaner in the keto world 
or you know, watch the yeah. carbohydrates super, super clutch from that standpoint. So dude, this is good stuff. So now, so we've, you've talked about coffee as a whole and the benefits of it. Like, like give me kind of, you know, I mean, like an unashamed pitch for you guys. Like why, why is life boost better than even the other like quote unquote healthy coffees that are out there? So I, I, I will put it this way. So here's the thing, just like health is such an interesting thing. It's fascinating because like the things you eat, you know, it's a lot of them are two steps forward and, and one step back. Right. Like for instance, fruits and vegetables, tons of health benefits, antioxidants, all that. Also you have anti-nutrients that can jack your system up, right? Oxalates, right. lectin, yeah. phytins, right? So it's like a, a balance, right? Coffee is the same way. There's all these health benefits, but if you're drinking coffee that's got all these health benefits, but it's loaded with pesticides and mycotoxins, yeah, you're going to have some benefit, but you're also going to, it, it can go back and forth. Okay. So for me, I'm like, okay, I want all the benefits, but I want all this other stuff. So for Life Boost, this is why we third-party test for 450 plus toxins and mycotoxins and molds and glyphosate and all that. Yeah. Um, the way it's grown, we grow our beans to full maturity to allow as many of the antioxidants to fully, you know, get into the, the bean as possible. Um, and also, I, I believe that's one of the reasons why it's a lower acidity and it's shade grown to also protect the, the, the allow the birds, the migratory birds from the U.S. They go down south, right? And they'll, they'll nest in these canopies yeah. and it, uh, they then they act as like natural pesticides totally. because eat all the bugs on yeah. the coffee plants yeah. underneath. That's so cool. Um, the other thing that surprised me actually was all of the flavored coffees that you guys have, because in the world of coffee flavoring, we're talking like chemical alphabet soup to create yeah. these flavors. Right. So, so here I am, you guys are this super healthy coffee company. You have, you have all these benefits. And then now you're saying like, I've got hazelnut and pistachio and, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And then on our first call, you, you explained that to me and I was like, Oh my God, that makes perfect sense. So, so walk the listeners a little bit through like your flavoring process and why they're not losing all the benefits of this healthy coffee with these flavorings. Yeah. So this is crazy. Cause when I started diving into flavor coffee, um, it's its own little, like it's got its own little cult following. It's, it's, it's weird because like most people like, you know, medium or dark roast. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you have this flavored coffee. And what, like, when you see in stores, you see all these crazy flavors like Highlander Grog or Jamaica Me Crazy. And then you got French vanilla and hazelnut, which are obviously the two most popular. Yep. Um, but if you understand the process of how it's made, here's how flavored coffee is made they take crappy beans because it's flavored. Yeah. In order to flavor the coffee, you have to put an, a sticky agent on the beans to hold the flavor on oh. they would use propylene glycol oh yeah so okay. most flavored coffees have propylene glycol on there so put put propylene glycol into english for Susie, the flavored coffee drinker what is like xanafreeze bingo so for <laughs> those of you that are drinking like uh french vanilla i hope that you're enjoying your antifreeze along the way crazy no, okay, continue. it's crazy yeah so, so yeah so we like when i'm like reverse engineering this i'm like okay one we are going to use the same exact beans our single origin shade grown elevation grown low acid beans yeah. we're going to use the same beans and we're going to add flavor to them um and so i was like definitely not using propylene glycol 
So we switched to uh, ethanol. So we use like an ethanol type out, which is basically alcohol. No alcohol in the coffee. It evaporates. Yeah. But what happens is it leaves the essence of the flavors on the beans. And so the flavors we use, um, like natural flavors that are made from organic compounds, essential oils, and different extracts. Right. Okay. So it's like in the flavor industry, it's not like artif- there's no artificial flavors. It's made from natural organic compounds. Yeah. Like you had said to me, if I recall from our previous conversation, you're like, so like vanilla extract that you would use to bake with, like we use yeah, like almond extract, vanilla extract, those yeah. types. Yeah, That's right? awesome, dude. Now, the other thing, uh, a whole nother probably cult following, and I have some employees that, that are, are, are on your cult of this following now is the decaf world. So maybe yeah. talk to me a little bit about decaffeination, uh, maybe how your process is different and why someone that is a decaf person would have a different experience with your stuff. Yeah. So with, with decaf, they use some pretty heavy chemicals to decaffeinate coffee, like the majority. Um, there are some methods that don't, and that's what we use. And it's called one of the main ones is called Swiss water process. Um, and it's just this complicated, like process of using water to decaffeinate beans. And and Um, obviously there's no such thing as no caffeine. So decaffeinated beans still have a very small amount of caffeine. Tiny, tiny amount, but not enough to really do anything. That is so Um, so yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's it. And that's the thing is like, the other thing with decaffeinated beans is like, we want to make sure it's single origin. It's tested, you know, all the same thing criteria. So we're not going to cut any corners. So when I you feel say like single origin. So you said earlier that you have like multiple farms in Nicaragua. So when you say a single origin, that means every bean in my bag of dark roast came from one of those farms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And why? So if single origin is a big deal, what you're really saying is most coffee companies get this like, truckload of beans they don't care where it came from and you could a lot of just a or or they'll do blends so meaning they'll take like for instance you see this a lot happening with kona coffee because kona is so expensive it's over 50 probably 60 dollars a pound now right right for uh, for true kona beans but you'll see what they'll do is they'll advertise kona coffee there'll be a blend between kona beans and and an inferior bean just to get a little bit of the kona flavor but then they, they will cover up the rest with um, the beans. So there's a lot of cross-contamination that can happen. Um, and so for I'm with this aspect, I'm like, I wanted to give the purest source possible. That's cool. So that's why we do single origin, which is more based on the region and, you know, in the farm or, you know, a small co-op that are close together that are all the same region, okay. right? So um, I always like to know, like, what's what's on the docket? So you just talked about the uh, remineralization, electrolyte drops. What else, uh, if you were to look in your your um, your future glass, what else can we see from Life Boost in the next uh, chunk of time? So one of the things that we're coming out. Oh my gosh, this has been this has taken even longer than getting the coffee drops done. Is um, we're completely redoing our creamer. Um, and this time we're doing it uh, one with multi collagen because I want the benefits. So it's grass fed collagen, um, free range chicken collagen, wild caught fish collagen, and eggshell membrane. So it's just trying to cover more of the spectrum of collagen for because they all have a little bit of nuance to the to how they affect your health. Yep. So we've got that the C eight, um, 
and it's it, the problem is, is it's so expensive to make right because you're getting like high-end pure ingredients but what's, then what i wanted to source do, for your, what is the main healthy source of c8 is it palm oil or where is it coming from coconuts coconuts yeah coconuts, that's what i figured yeah because yeah. typical yeah. c6 and c8 the six comes from the palm oil just because it's so cheap if, if i recall is that yeah, yeah it's yeah so yeah we're using high-end where we use a my like for me, I like to use trademarked ingredients, which adds another cost to it. One, they do their own research on that ingredient. Yeah. As well on that single ingredient. So the ingredient that we're putting into the creamer is the research has been done on that ingredient, not just a blanket saying, Hey, you know, C8 is great for all this, but they're saying this C8, which the one we're using, I think is called C8 Vantage. And will um, this be a powdered? Yeah, yeah, it's unflavored powder. Like, I don't want to flavor anything. I want you to add your own flavors. Yeah. Um, it just gives more of uh, the ability for more variety, right? Yeah, that's awesome. You can make it how you want it. But we have that. And then what I also wanted to do was add something that, that can really affect the mitochondria because I want you to be able to have an energy boost now and then provide building blocks so you can have sustained energy. Right. So, so we have a couple ingredients in there that will help feed the mitochondria as well. Oh, well, you're talking in the creamer. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's so good. Because you're right. I mean, there's this conversation of lion's mane and shiitake and some of these other ingredients. So you're trying to essentially make a, a smart, smarter coffee option for people. So I love it. Oh, we always got to keep our fingers inside of things. I dig it, man. So that's so cool. I'm, I'm so grateful uh, just to have this conversation. I always like to kind of ask some questions that are off the cuff a little bit. So um so I, I love, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss. I love how he kind of like spitballs people's questions along the way. So uh, I'm a huge book reader. So, yes. so if, if, if you were to give me a book, uh, whether I've read it before or not, what is, what is the, the book that you've given away the most in your professional career? Oh my gosh. Um, that is a great question. I don't, it, it depends on what it's for. Like the four agreements. I absolutely love that book. Yeah. Is that La Lencioni? Is that who wrote that? Yeah. Yep. yep. So the four agreements and the fifth agreement, I think those are, are very good. Cool. Um, so it depends if they're like into entrepreneurship, you know, there's like different books that I'll recommend for that. Or if it's like, you know, I do like a lot of Tony Robbins stuff. I think for foundational, I think he's got a lot of great stuff. That's cool. Um, I love it. Um, yeah. Next question. Today is your last day on Mother's Earth, and I am world's most executive chef, and I can make anything you want for your last meal. What are we? What am I making for you? Oh man, my last meal. You know what? I love like a very good crab, king crab leg. Ah, that's probably one of my favorite things to like. If you want. Like that, if, if I'm having a chef do it, I want him to make me some amazing meal that's like crab legs and then some other like things that can go with it. I love it. And, and where would this meal be partaken? Where, where in the world would you have this king crab leg feast? Somewhere on a probably Fiji or, you know, some island that has an amazing yeah. beach. I love I'm it. A, I'm a beach guy too, yeah. man. No doubt. So when you're no longer here, kind of last question, when, what, what, what real impact are you hoping that life boost leaves uh, on earth? What, what, what do you, what's your, what's your motive behind that? Dr. Charles. One is to create a coffee company that is health, you know, customer focused health first. Right. 
Um, so you know that what you're drinking is healthy for you and isn't going to have a lot of the toxins in it. Right. Um, and that it, like the goal is to create, basically we, we helped create the, the healthy coffee category. I know. I know. That's um, awesome. So that, yeah, I mean, that's it. And just be able to keep this brand around as, as long as possible. I love it, dude. Well, thank you for not making me go to Nicaragua and buy a coffee farm <laughs> and supplying this for our people. We're grateful. Um, so if you're listening to this, you guys, um, we, we've actually created a, a bit of a partnership. Life Boost Coffee offers an incredible variety of organic coffees, and there's an additional benefit to Life Boost. All Life Boost coffees are low acid, which means that if you've had to cut back on coffee before because it irritates your gut, you can enjoy Life Boost without any issues. People are often amazed at the difference between Life Boost and other coffees. For example, Life Boost doesn't sit on store shelves for months. There's no fresher way to get coffee, and it's delivered right to your door. Since you're listening to my podcast right now, they are running a 50% off special for your first order. Go to lifeboostdeal.com. How else can our listeners learn more about what you guys are doing at Life Boost, Dr. Charles? Uh, we have a Facebook group called the Life Boost Experience Group, and it's uh, it's like it's uh, gated, so you have to answer a few questions to get in. That's just to keep spammers and bots out. Right. Otherwise, okay. it's very um, it's very um, it, I have a uh, what's the word for it? Just mediators and, and people in there that moderators. watch over. Yeah, moderators. That's it. Yeah. Um, just to make sure that one, you know, everybody's kind to each other. And two, you don't have a bunch of people trying to spam and sell stuff. Sell their own thing. Yeah. So, so we'll put a link to that in our, in our show notes. Um, but here's the scoop, you guys, this stuff's legit. This is what's in my house. This is what's in my clinic. This is what's in my cup right now. So if you are a, like me, a self-proclaimed coffee snob, um, I would tell you right now that this is going to be a new experience. Yeah. So, so Dr. Charles, I'm, I'm grateful to take a sliver of your day, dude. It really means a lot to us. Um, we are the, really the goal when we were talking about putting together this show, like my, my goal was to take my platform and just kind of weed through the BS to, to, to weed through the people that are trying to make a buck or market somebody and be like, no, you can trust me. I'm going to put the best things in front of you. So, um, so thank you for, for actually, you're, you're actually our first formal guest inside of our brand new studio here. Um, so we're grateful for awesome. that. And, uh, I am super, I'm stoked to, to call you a friend. And, uh, each day that I, that I schlepped down, a, a, I drink, definitely drink more than a cup of this stuff. So, uh, just grateful for what you're doing, my friend. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on here. Oh yeah. I will send you one of the other products we just came out with, like within the past few weeks is we're doing boxed cold brews. So it's already done for you. You just, it, it you, you pop the, the thing off the box and it has a tap on it and you just pour it into your cup. Oh my gosh. Well, there you so go. So I will give you some of those to try out. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Well, hang on here. I'll do a little outro. So there you guys have it. So, so that is Dr. Charles Livingston with, with Life Boost. We're grateful to have him on and uh, stay tuned for our next episode.